Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hello and welcome back to the Balanced Bond Podcast, Soul on Fire. Or if this happens to be your first time listening, welcome to the show. I am your host, Jordan Younger. I blog at The Balanced Blonde. I host this podcast. I recently started my YouTube channel again. And I've been having so much fun with it. It's been such a cool place to connect with you guys in video form as I've been connecting with you in audio form for almost four years now. And of course, we do video, Instagram stories, that kind of stuff. But to do a long form video and get to share my home with you and Jonathan and I have been doing our vegan cooking show. So you get to see his hilarious personality. We've just been having so much fun with it. And I think I mentioned this before, but when I was water fasting, one of the things that got me through my water fast was watching YouTube channels and feeling this sense of community and watching people's vlogs. And I went down a whole rabbit hole. I was watching the vlogs of like, 21-year-old girls who are just these YouTube stars. And I have to say their content hooked me in. I was such a fan. I'm still such a fan. And I'm really happy to be back on YouTube. I've also been using TikTok. You could say I've been using this quarantine to just create content, 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 content. Um, Maybe that's the way that I'm dealing with the quarantine and not being able to get out and about and see people and see my family. And ultimately, overall, I would say, you know, everybody deals with the quarantine very differently. So however you're feeling and however you're dealing with it, I just want to extend you so much support and so much love because there's no wrong way to deal with it and there's no right way to deal with it. I have been one of those people who's actually been enjoying it and I feel blessed that my job has remained the same. Um, Jonathan's job has been stressful, but he's kept his job. So we're in a good position and I've been enjoying it because I've been healing and using this time to really work on my on my health and my healing. And in many ways, I feel like I was manifesting this time for myself, this very much needed downtime for a long time. So the fact that it happened is, is something that my body is really happy about. I feel like I've been healing in a way that there's no way that I would have been able to other, otherwise if I was out and about and if I was traveling on my all month like I was supposed to. But also, um, the harder parts of quarantine, for me at least, have been not being able to see some of my best friends and not being able to see my parents. I haven't seen my dad in like, I don't know, I'm not counting, maybe like 75 days. And I saw my mom right before the water fast. So that was maybe like 45, 50 days ago. So that feels crazy. Um, I really miss my family. I'm really looking forward to being able to see them again soon. So I hope that this podcast and all the other content that I'm putting out there right now can provide you with the support that you need during this time and also can just make you laugh or encourage you or take your mind off of things for a while or give you a fun distraction, especially TikTok. TikTok is hilarious. Um, 
I'm just the balanced blonde over there on TikTok. Same with YouTube. So now let's get into the topic of today's episode. We are going on part two from last week. I loved your responses from last week, you guys. I was honestly a little bit nervous to put some of it out there to put my thoughts about diet culture and the shaming that many of us feel when we actually want to optimize our life and either get healthier, get leaner, get stronger, lose weight, put on muscle, anything like that. Um, The anti-diet culture on social media is, is a raging. And I think it's a really good thing in general for the people who need it. But I think the judgment is over the top and has to stop. And so I was a little nervous to put that out there because it's not it's not an opinion that everybody's going to agree with. And that's fine. But I have honestly gotten hundreds of messages and comments and emails from you guys saying that you feel the same way and thank you. And um that you have felt so attacked and been through something similar when you've been trying to better your health and work on your health in many ways. So I just wanted to thank you for that support. And that will definitely help me guide where this episode is going to go. I want to answer a a bunch of your questions as we were deep into the Q&As last time. And I was speaking about my health journey, my healing journey, where I am in my healing now and where I am with body confidence, body image, and ultimately just loving this body and feeling really, really, really good about um, the healing journey that I've been on and feeling really good in my own skin and overcoming a lot of issues with food along the way. So I was really happy to share that in the, in the last episode. So in this episode, we're going to get to more of your questions. And I also am going to talk about health coaching, um, because I did the Institute of Integrative Nutrition six years ago when I was at a very pivotal point in my life. I was leaving grad school to pursue the blog full time. And I felt like I really needed some kind of credentials in health and wellness to be able to be a full-time health and wellness blogger. And that's not completely true. That's not to say everybody needs that. But for the things that I was interested in talking about and the advice that I was interested in giving based off of a lifelong obsession with health and love of health and wellness, I wanted to have some credentials. And I think that for me, I knew that if I was leaving school, which was my safe haven, I went directly from high school to college, from college to grad school. And when I decided to leave grad school to pursue my blog full time, that was a big jump and I was excited about it. And I've spoken about this in the past. I wasn't even nervous because I was so young and naive. I didn't even know that there was anything to be nervous about, which I now know is very much spiritually in alignment with the law of attraction and really served me well, but it was still a big leap. And I remember for my family, especially for my dad, who's a very um, go by the book kind of person, cookie cutter, you go to school, you go to college, get a job, go to grad school, those kinds of things. I think he was very, very happy that I decided to do the health coaching program. The moment that I decided to leave grad school, because it was kind of like, okay, I'm just shifting my focus from creative writing to wellness. And of course, I was able to tie it all in with each other, which has been really cool. So in this episode, I wanted to tell you about my health coaching journey. You guys have had a lot of questions about health coaching, what it even means to be a health coach, where to get certified to be a health coach. And I'm excited to share with you all about it in this episode. And um, just so you know, up front, the Institute of Integrative Nutrition, Nutrition School, you've probably seen them on Instagram. So many amazing people have come out of IIN. That is where I went to health coaching school and they're opening up this week for for new students and for the next round of their year-long program. You can also do a six-month fast track program. I did the year-long program. Um, 
It's been, like I was saying, six years now, which is so crazy because it feels like no time has passed. It feels like yesterday I was sitting in my 400 square foot apartment in New York, listening to the audio modules, looking at mentors of mine like Gabby Bernstein and Deepak Chopra and Janine Roth and Mark Hyman, who are instructors in nutrition school and just thinking, I want to be like them. They are so knowledgeable. They've built these incredible careers and platforms and they inspire me so much. So the really exciting thing is that IIN is opening up this week for their next round and I'm able to offer you guys $2,000 off of your tuition, which is huge. If something like that had been available to me when I was signing up, I would have leapt at the opportunity. And honestly, first of all, I'll speak to making that investment in myself all those years ago is something that I'm still so proud of myself for doing. It made me commit. It made me take it seriously. And it made me feel like a badass. So I also had Melissa Woodhealth on the podcast a couple months ago, one of the most incredible and special episodes ever. She's amazing. She also did nutrition school and she talked about the same exact thing in that episode. You guys might remember if you heard it, she said that her now husband offered to pay for it for her and she knew that she wanted to pay for it herself and give herself that gift because she knew she would be dedicated and that's what she needed to do for herself. And I felt very similarly. So as I was saying, I can get you guys $2,000 off of your tuition if you're thinking about it. And um, I will also give you a free gift, which is my detox ebook, which I literally don't give away ever. My 22-day detox, it's like the most special, dearest thing to my heart. And I'm also giving away five 25-minute Skype sessions with me for people who sign up through my link. So we'll choose five people at random to have 25 minute Skype sessions with me to talk about your wellness goals and your goals basically in this wellness and health industry. So if you're not interested in nutrition school, don't worry. This episode is still about a range of topics. We're going to be talking about questions that you guys sent in, Q&A about my health and healing journey. In part two from the last episode, I'm also going to answer a lot of questions about nutrition school. And so if you're just listening and you're like, well, I don't want to be a health coach, whatever, that's totally cool. Um, I never really ended up being a health coach either. So I feel you on that. I saw clients for a little while, but I've actually just used the knowledge for my blog and podcast. And then I've also used the knowledge in my own life and with my family. And that's probably what I love the absolute most is that when my family comes to me, when somebody's having a health issue, when they're having inflammation in their gut, which we have a lot of people in our family who deal with that, <laughs> including myself, um, or my dad who you know, has some health issues. Luckily, he's very healthy. I am able to lead them in the right direction with diet and nutrition because of the nutrition school that I did all those years ago. And I am just so happy that I did it. It set me on this path in the health and wellness blogging industry. And I really wouldn't be who I am today without it because I wouldn't have had the tools and the knowledge and the confidence to really pursue being a wellness blogger who knew her shit, basically. Like I didn't want to be one of those people, one of those influencers ever who was talking about something that they didn't really know about and they didn't really have credentials for. And that's fine. I think you can always talk about things you're passionate about. I certainly do too. But I think having those credentials, especially because I aspire to write books on health and I lead people through detox programs. I love to know what's going on in their bodies scientifically, nutritionally, and help them out. So there's a lot of things you can do with health coaching. We'll get into that. And before we get into the full episode, I want to thank our sponsor for today's show, Hum Nutrition. Hum Nutrition is my favorite beauty supplement company. We love them so much. We even put them in the gift bags at our wedding. We put the Mighty Night in the gift bags, which 
I honestly have to take tonight because I have not been sleeping very well. I think it must have something to do with the energy right now on earth with the quarantine and just lots of crazy things, feelings swirling around. Um, You guys know I also use Hum's Daily Cleanse. I take that supplement every day. I love their Big Chill, which helps your your mind and your body cope with stress. So right now, I think the Big Chill is very timely. Um, I love the Moody Bird during that time of the month. I love all of their raw beauty powders. And what I really love about Hum is that you can speak to a nutritionist on their website. And if you have questions about how to get started, with supplements and you don't know what kind of supplements to take, which kind of why would you if you've never gotten into the supplement world before, they will help answer your questions and you take a little quiz and they guide you in the right direction. So you can use the code SOUL, S-O-U-L, for 20% off at checkout. They are shipping right right now with no delays, which is pretty huge um, given the situation that our global economy is in right now. You can shop their site based off of immunity, skin, hair, body, mood, vegan, and their bestsellers. So I'm excited for you guys to check them out. Let me know on Instagram, Instagram messages, or on your stories if you try them and use that code SOUL, S-O-U-L, for 20% off. And now we will just get into chit-chatting in the episode. So I think we kind of left off in part one where I, well, eh, where did we leave off? I don't know if we left off at all. This is the such a funny thing about solo episodes, you guys, is that I put the episodes out. I'm like talking to myself over here and then the episodes go out and then I hear from you guys, listeners, all day, all week after it comes out, it makes me feel like we're literally having a conversation. And then I'm like, wait, I told this person this one thing, but I don't know if I said it in the episode. So anyways, that is my brief personal saga about solo episodes. I love doing solo episodes. It makes me feel like we're truly just in conversation. So I think what I want to get into first is just going to the questions that you guys have been sending in. And I'm going to mix in questions about my health journey with questions about nutrition school so that we can hit all the topics. Because those of you who are interested in nutrition school, I want to be a good resource for you and really answer your questions. So let's see here. We're going to start with a personal health journey question. Um, Someone asks, how is your recent health journey different from what you talk about in your book? Okay, so that is a really good question. So I wrote my book, Breaking Vegan, six years ago. It's not a journey. It's not really something that I resonate with anymore because I am now at a different stage in my life. And I think I talked about this in the last episode where those of us who write books about our lives, our lives change so much that I think every author who's written about their life looks back on a book they wrote several years ago, like, oh gosh, that is not me anymore. But I'm so happy and I will forever be so happy that that book meets people where they are in their journey with finding balance in their life. So to answer your question, how's my health journey now different from what I talk about in my book, it's just very different because I no longer resonate with not being vegan. I no longer resonate with having orthorexia. And I'm just feeling really good lately. And ultimately what I'm dealing with now with my health is totally related to Lyme disease. So my health journey with Lyme has opened me up spiritually. It's cracked open my heart and my soul. It has brought so many amazing new humans and inspirations into my life. I started exploring my soul on a deep, deep spiritual level. I started doing plant medicine. I went on ayahuasca journeys, mushroom journeys. I have learned how to holistically heal myself and Truly, I think that's the most empowering thing about the fact that I have done a health coaching program in the past and I'm currently doing a plant-based nutrition program. The most empowering thing about that, I would say, is that I kind of can be my own holistic healer. 
I can be my own healer. And I know that my next book will be all about being your own healer. And I can't wait to do it. And because of the knowledge that I've learned in health coaching school and also just through my life, because I really believe the best education is from life itself. It's just true. Not to say that everything else isn't amazing, but what I've learned on my own Lyme journey is above and beyond anything that I've ever experienced in my life. So I'm very grateful for that. And to round out the answer to your question, my life is just so different than it was six years ago. So my health journey is totally different now and I'm excited to share more of it with you guys in all of the forms, but I especially cannot wait to write another book and I'm really excited. Um, Mackenzie asks, how did you afford to go to nutrition school while healing? So that's a really good question. I actually signed up for nutrition school six years ago before I was sick. So before I was on the Lyme healing path, which yes, is a very expensive path. It's crazy. So to answer your question, I just did it. I just, I just invested in myself. I just made the leap. Um, I did not have a blogger who I was following who could offer me $2,000 off. So I'm really happy to be able to do that for you guys. And to get that, all you have to do is go to my special page with them, which we'll link below. But it's also, um, it's just integrativenutrition.com slash the balanced blonde. So it's really easy. So even if you can't afford to sign up right now, if you go through that link right now, you'll be, you'll be like, um, saved on the back end so that you can get that discount at any time, which I am super grateful for. So yeah, I just made the leap. I didn't have a lot of money at that time. I didn't, I had never had a real job, to be honest with you. I had been in college and I had been interning and I had never had a real job. So I really didn't have any money to my name other than babysitting money and, um, I put what I had toward the nutrition school and it has paid off 10 million fold. I mean, I have my career, so I don't know that I would have my career without it. So it was so worth it. Next question, personal health question. Do you do antibiotics for Lyme? No, um, but I I have in the past and I'm not opposed to them. There was a time when I was so sick that I literally couldn't even use my brain. My brain was so on fire and so inflamed that I was just awake 24 hours of every day and I couldn't use my brain. Um, I should clarify because my brain was so inflamed that I couldn't actually fall asleep. And um, during this time, I was so miserable. I was having panic attacks like 10 times a day and I was doing antibiotics for Lyme. At that time, I was doing IV rosethin, which is an intravenous um, antibiotic that I would get at my doctor's office three times a week, but I've tried to treat Lyme as holistically as possible. So that's what I will continue doing. Um, and if anyone treats with antibiotics for Lyme, know that there's another way to heal a holistic way, but also if you have to take antibiotics, I get it. I did it. Sometimes you have to just do what you have to do and you have to listen to your body and trust your doctors for sure. If you have a good Lyme doctor, they will guide you in the right direction. I always trust my doctor. And when she says, okay, it's time to try something new, then I try something new. Hi, Heidi. My cat Hudson just came to say hello. Um, He's the best. He's so cute. So, okay. We are going to get to the next question. I love this question here. This is from the glowing brunette, my sweet friend. We always send messages back and forth on Instagram. She says, I'm in IIN right now. How did you decide on your niche and who you wanted to be after school? Okay. So um, that's such a good question. I don't really remember deciding on my niche. I think my niche found me. And that niche at the time that I was in nutrition school was that I was seeking balance in my own life. I had become really out of balance with my eating habits. And overall, my life felt very chaotic. So my niche at that time when I was seeing health coaching clients was that I was attracting 
women clients that were very similar to me. So young girls who were either in college or just out of college. Most of my clients were actually in college at that time who were seeking balance and who had hormone imbalances. So we would work together on their full health plan. So if they had hormone imbalances, I would help them find a functional medicine doctor or some kind of functional nutritionist who could help balance out their hormones with supplementation and whatever else they needed. And I would work with them on more of like the emotional components and the lifestyle components. And since I was just out of college at that time, I could really speak to what it was like to balance being in college with being interested in health and wellness, but taking it too far and having those hormone imbalances and acne and different things like that. So that became my niche at the time. But I would also say, don't ever be afraid to evolve and to grow and to change. Because if I had ever pigeonholed myself in that niche, I wouldn't be at all who I am or where I am now. And now, again, um, the topics that I talk about and the people who I attract it kind of finds me or found me and it was it's much more now about healing chronic illness and healing chronic pain and stomach issues and bloating and hives and eczema and it's really it's been my journey my life healing journey that has influenced um the clients that I attract and the people that I help so now I don't take personal, I don't take one-on-one clients anymore, but I do consider everyone who joins my 22-day detox program to be a client of mine, quote unquote, because I do make myself as available as I can be via our Facebook group and via email and DMs or however you guys try to reach me. I try to get back to you. Um, And I know it's not the same as a one-on-one health coaching experience, but I put my heart and soul into these programs. And so you're getting everything in those programs that you would be getting from me one-on-one. And then a few times a year, I do my detox programs as a group. So you really are getting me pretty much as a health coach. Um, Because last time we had a group, we had a really large group, um, but it's always, always about like 10 to 20 people who really utilize speaking to me. And so 10 to 20 people, I could literally list all of them by name from our last amazing group who asked me questions every day and we were in super close contact. So I feel like I still get to be a health coach and get to have clients, even though I don't technically take clients on a one-on-one level anymore. Um, But to answer your question, I think now I attract clients and people who really are interested in my blog and my podcast who've been on a similar journey to me. So let your passions and your life experiences guide you in the direction of what it is that you're going to focus on. And I'm excited for you. Okay. So Brooke asks, what qualifications did your nutrition program get you? So you got certified as a health coach, which technically a health coach is was coined by IIN 30 years ago. And a health coach is somebody who can do a range of things. They can be part of your whole health team. So if you have a doctor and a therapist and an acupuncturist and a health coach, then your health coach is part of your whole health team. They can be in Um, contact with the other people on your health team. They can help guide you and support you in areas where you need. Basically, they're a wellness authority and a supportive mentor in your life who helps you shift your behavior toward healthier habits. So depending on what your goals are, there's different health coaches who have all different kinds of specialties, whether it be weight loss or spirituality or improving digestion, reducing stress, all of those things. It's a preventative measure. So preventative care is the future. That's what so many doctors who I follow and believe in, that's what they talk about. That's what Deepak Chopra talks about. So a health coach is all about preventative care. And if you've ever been in a situation like I have where you've been really sick with a chronic disease or a chronic ailment or pain that you can't figure out, then you know how frustrating it is how truly difficult and frustrating it is to not have 
a doctor who understands what you've been through or a doctor who has the actual time and resources to sit with you and help you and get to know you. I felt so defeated by Western medicine before I found my angel doctor, my Lyme doctor. Um, But she is the only Western medicine doctor, even though she's very holistic, who I trust because, um, I mean, I should say that I've seen for my health. I have friends whose parents are doctors. I of course trust them. But when it comes to what I'm dealing with, with Lyme, um, I always try to go a more integrative and holistic and preventative approach. So your health coach will help you address all facets of wellness, your relationships, your career, your physical activity, your spirituality, in addition to your actual diet. So that's what's called a holistic approach. So basically, um, your question, Brooke, was what qualifications does the health coaching certification get you? You become a certified health coach. And it's not like going to undergrad where you're getting your bachelor's degree. But I've also seen people do it in addition to a bachelor's degree or instead of a bachelor's degree, depending on what your goals are. Um, I saw that somebody asked, how would this help them or how would this add to them getting their bachelor's in nutrition? So I loved this question because I wanted to study nutrition in college until I saw all of the science courses that I would have to take. And my best friend, Jillian, was a chemistry major. So I saw her homework. I saw the things she was learning. And I am not a science-minded person, not when it comes to chemistry and biology and organic chemistry. Literally ask anyone who I went to high school with. I'm just not a science person. So I was kind of sad because I felt like my hopes to major in nutrition were dashed pretty early on in college. And I ended up majoring in English and um, minoring in theater. And that was perfect for me. And writing is my thing. It's my heart and soul. So I love that health coaching programs exist because you can learn all about the nutritional and wellness and spirituality and diet side of nutrition without actually getting your bachelor's in nutrition. Plus, I think it's amazing when people get their bachelor's in nutrition. We are all so different and I love when people go to school to become a registered dietitian. I love all of it. But I've always leaned toward the very holistic approach. You know, I'm out there. I'm spiritual. I'm woo-woo. I'm all the things. And I feel like health coaching is a very holistic approach to all of this. So in a health coaching program, or should I say this health coaching program, you will hear from spiritual teachers and spiritual leaders like Deepak Chopra, like Gabby Bernstein. She is a motivational speaker, a life coach, an author. Um, You'll hear from people like Janine Roth, who's a pioneer in emotional eating, Dr. Mark Hyman, who's an MD. So it really kind of goes all over the board. And I love that. So it's different from getting a degree in that sense. But I also think it's much more comprehensive from other things. Like right now I'm doing a plant-based nutrition program just to add to my knowledge, my education. I haven't done anything like that to learn in a long time. Um, probably since I took IIN six years ago. And this plant-based nutrition program I'm taking is only six weeks and it's amazing. Um, and I love it, but it's only six weeks and IIN is a year. You can also do a six month fast track, but it's like, it's a, it's a thing. It's a whole, it's a whole journey where you'll get to know yourself and your health and you'll really learn the material. And you'll bond with the network of students who are also doing it. It's just a cool thing. Um, Okay, next question from Catherine. Would love to hear more about your abstinence from alcohol. Yes. So um, I have a couple of places to send you for that. And I'll talk about it here a little. So I have a whole solo episode on why I don't drink alcohol. It is, let's see here why I don't drink alcohol. I'm just searching while I'm talking. Um, So I can tell you that it's episode number 135, episode number 135, solo episode all about why I don't drink. And then 
I was on my friend Ruby Warrington's podcast. She is amazing. She has a podcast called Sober Curious and she was kind enough to have me on. She's someone who I just love and adore. She had me on her podcast in February and we also talked all about my journey with alcohol. She asked me such good questions. I would also send you there. And then... It's just, for me, it's like something that I feel so good about. It's a decision that I made last year, although I've been pretty consciously abstaining from alcohol for like five or six years, but I would still drink at weddings or kind of under like peer pressure, I would say, when I was out and about, or even when I first started dating Jonathan, we would drink wine together. And I felt like I had to do these things to be a socially acceptable person. And newsflash, you don't have to. You can do exactly what you want to do and be the most socially acceptable or not. And who cares about being socially acceptable? That's the other thing. Um, I just stopped caring what everybody else thought. And I asked myself, if I would I ever want to drink if it weren't for other people wanting me to drink? And the answer was no. And so that became really clear to me. I'm the only person who has to live in my body literally the only person like Jonathan might have to deal with me complaining about how I feel. My mom might have to deal with that, but I'm the only person who has to feel it every day, day in, day out. And nobody else like the next morning after going out is going to wake up and think, I am so happy Jordan drank last night, or I am so mad that she didn't. And once I finally let that go and realized everyone's just concerned about themselves anyway, including me. That's kind of what being human is. We think a lot about ourselves. Um, It was a beautiful, blissful thing to let go of. My body has been happier ever since. And I really do believe that when you deal with a chronic health issue like Lyme disease, um, adding alcohol into the mix is basically like pouring poison on an open wound. And if you're a healthy person, and you don't have to worry about these things, then you do you. I'm not anti-alcohol. My whole family drinks. All my friends drink, but I don't and I love it. And I'm just going to say never say never because I'm open to evolving. I'm I'm open to whatever, but I don't see myself drinking again in the near future and or ever. And I feel really good about that. Like, to be honest, I was thinking about this the other day. I smelled some alcohol in these pH balancing wipes that I use on my face that have like, they must have a little bit of alcohol in them. And I use them when I get a breakout. And the smell of alcohol, even though it was faint, made me gag so hard. I almost threw up. I felt lightheaded and... You know, that might sound dramatic, but that's how I felt. And I was thinking, oh my God, I could never go back to drinking alcohol because I, there, it's repulsive to me. The smell is repulsive. The desire to drink alcohol is less than zero. And I just don't like it. I always ask my mom who loves dirty martinis on Instagram. She's dirty martinis and skinny jeans. Like, wow, you actually like the taste of alcohol. That's how? Like how? Because I just really, really don't, but I love whatever people choose to do for them. I always support it. So um, that's a really good question. And then I would for sure send you to those two other places so that you could, um, so that you could hear the whole story. Cause I go deep in those places. And I also did a TikTok about it just to shout out TikTok again. Um, next question is from intuitive calm. Um, what is the difference between a nutritionist and a health coach from IIN? Oh yeah. Okay. I feel like I answered that just a minute ago um, without even realizing it. So a nutritionist is technically someone who has gone to school to get a degree in nutrition. And I think that that's amazing. And I see nutritionists. I love nutritionists and many of them are so talented And also some of them can tend to sway toward very Western medicine approaches, not all, but some. And I choose the more holistic route myself. So health coaches are all holistic all the time. The thing that I would 
caution you about is make sure you see and ask where someone got certified as a health coach. Because I think there are programs out there that are like, I don't know, three weeks long. And then someone is a health coach after and whatever you're doing to better your life, more power to you. But I think you can tell the difference between a health coach who really knows what they're talking about and someone who doesn't. So just keep your eye out out there. Nutrition school is definitely the place to get certified um, given that they created the field of health coaching almost 30 years ago. They have 85 instructors that are the world's leading experts in nutrition and business and coaching. So yeah, you also do learn about business, which is really cool about growing a business. And I know a lot of you had that question. I want to find one exactly um, so that I can read the exact question. Okay. So Rhiannon asks, do they help you find clients after you get certified? So in my memory of doing the program, they don't help you get clients, but they set you up for success. So they will help, they will help you. They will give you all the tools to create a website, create a brand name, put yourself out there on social media, um, and how to do that and the best practices and business approaches to do that. So you will definitely be set up for success. And as far as finding clients, you'll still do that on your own. But the amazing thing about social media is anybody who actually knows what they're talking about is can find an audience and create an audience on social media where people will find you. If you're talking about a specific pain point in the world, um, like for me, for example, Lyme disease, like that is an issue. It's an epidemic. There are over 300,000 people diagnosed per year. If you're talking about something that people need solutions for, you're definitely going to attract your clients. And I would talk about in spirituality, the law of attraction. If you put it out there that you know your clients are going to find you and going to come to you because you are confident and you're sharing information and you know you can help them, then they will find you. But if you're putting out the vibes that you're not sure if you can really help anybody and, oh, you're just not sure if you're ready yet, that kind of thing, then I can almost guarantee you with the law of attraction that your clients will not come right just then. But also remember that no good thing has ever happened overnight. You don't need to start racking up the clients right away while you're in helping health coaching school or after. Um, it can also be a slow roll. And for you, if what you want to manifest is to totally transition into a wellness field career and you want a bunch of clients right away, I believe you can definitely make that happen. You just have to know what your goals are and you'll definitely learn in the program all of the best ways to do that. So also you can do other things when you become a health coach. You don't have to just see clients and do one-on-one -on -one or group coaching. You can also do things like open a wellness center, which is something that I want to do one day. You can develop a product like um, Whitney and Danielle of Sakara Life who've been on this podcast. They went to IIN and they developed Sakara Life plant-based meal delivery. So there's lots of different amazing things that you can do with a health coaching certification. And honestly, I think the main question that I get asked every single day by people who follow on social media and all of you guys listening to the podcast is how to pivot from the career that you're in to get into the health and wellness field, to do what you're passionate about, to do what you love. And chances are, if you're listening to this podcast in the first place, if you listen to my podcast at all, then you're interested in health and wellness and spirituality, it all goes hand in hand. And I know so many people, and this was me many years ago too, are not total, totally satisfied with the lives that they're living, the jobs that they have and the things that they're doing. And there are so many people out there who want to pivot and create a lucrative career in wellness. And I just want you to know that it's possible and it's in your hands and I'm inspired by you. If you're even thinking about it, like I'm already inspired by you because it takes guts to follow your passions. It takes guts to really do what you love. 
it actually gives me chills to talk about because I know there are so many people out there living lives that they aren't totally happy with because they don't believe that a happier life is out there for them. Or someone tagged me in something the other day that really struck me that they tagged me and they said that I and other people like Rachel Mansfield and Melissa Wood and Kelly Levesque, that we inspired them. Um, We have been expanders for them and that up until recently, she didn't think she was special and that we were special. And so she resented us for that or it was something like that. And that she finally realized that she's special too, because we are all on this earth special and came here to do big things. And that gave me chills and it it made me want to cry when I read it because she finally accepted and went on her own journey to find that she too is special enough. We all are to do whatever she wants to do, create a career out of it, um, live out her passions and be happy every day. Because ultimately that's the goal. That's the one and only goal is to be happy every day. So um, gosh, where did I even begin with this question? Oh, I was answering, I think, how you get clients. And then I just went on a tangent, but hopefully that was helpful too. And oh yeah, I just want everyone to know that you can, you are empowered. You are in control of your own life. You are you are everything in your own life. And if you love something and you want to wake up happy every day doing it, you can do it. And it doesn't have to be wellness focused or spirituality focused. It can be literally anything. It could be waking up and and being a mom and being with your kids every day. I cannot wait until I'm doing that. Um, And I'm still going to be doing this too, because I love it, but I can't wait to do that also. And I just want you to know that you are so deserving of doing whatever it is that you love and that you want to do. And that's why I wanted to, A, partner with Nutrition School to bring you guys um, this information and also to share my journey with you and to give you the $2,000 discount and the free gifts, but also why I just wanted to it's kind of what what makes me wake up every day, to be honest, is to share with people that you can love your life. And one time I had my mom tell me that I taught her that you can love your life. You can love your job. You can love everything. And that was basically the only thing I needed to hear. It was music to my ears. It made me so happy because I want everyone to feel that way. And so if I can make even one person feel that way with what I'm talking about today, I will be so happy. Um, okay. I'm going to answer a couple more questions and then we're going to bounce on out so I can have dinner with Jonathan. Um, let's see here. Okay. So truths by Katie Lynn asks top five supplements that you swear by. Um, okay. So top five supplements that I swear by number one, daily cleanse from hum nutrition, huge fan code soul for 20% off. Um, I have been taking a seed probiotic every morning. They are the best of the best. And you can actually use the code blonde for 15% off with seed. And then I take a lot of Lyme supplements. I follow the medical medium protocol for Lyme supplements. So I take licorice, licorice root. I take it in a tincture. I take zinc and I also take B12 because with Lyme, those um, zinc and B12 are things that I was really deficient in without even knowing. And then licorice just helps kill toxins in the body. And you should definitely check out the medical medium to learn more. He's amazing. So that's such a good question. Um, the The Lola Crown asks, how do you navigate eating out or buying takeout? Or do you rarely eat out? Um, no, I do eat out. I... I cook most of my meals at home because I love cooking and it's therapy for me and eating salt, oil, sugar-free. It's just actually tastier for me if I eat at home because I can make it exactly how I want to. But I love eating at restaurants. I grew up eating at restaurants all the time. My parents are big eating out people. Um, And I don't let being vegan or being salt, oil, sugar-free hold me back from going out in the world and having fun with my friends and my family and eating out. So how do I navigate it? Um, I always speak to the waiter in advance and I say, um, I'm vegan. I don't eat oil and salt. It's actually like 
big inflammatory thing for my body. And I always end up getting into the most interesting conversations and people always want to learn more. They're usually very respectful. And I go to a lot of vegan restaurants and I know I'm lucky in LA that there are a lot of options for plant-based restaurants and healthy restaurants. So I don't have a ton of issues. I will say when I'm traveling, I have issues at times. Um, and then I end up just eating at home more. But yeah, it's worth it. When you have Lyme and you're living in pain, there's nothing more worth it than um, than eating in this anti-inflammatory way and how good it can make you feel. Um, okay, Alex asks, where and when did you go to school? I went to Loyola Marymount University from 2009 to 2013, graduated from there. Then I went to the new school to get my master's in creative writing. And I ended up leaving to go to nutrition school. And all of that was in 2014. So six years ago. Um, Next question. 18 Carrot asks, do you ever struggle with your relationship with food? So no, I don't. And I definitely used to. And I feel like I talked a lot about that in the last episode. Um, which I was really happy to go deep into, but finding this anti-inflammatory healing way of life has healed so much for me and has given me my food freedom back, which is probably why I'm so diehard passionate about it. Why I've created eBooks and cleanse programs all based around it because it has saved and changed every aspect of my life. Also food combining has helped me a lot. I see that a couple people here have asked about bloating. How do I deal with bloating? Food combining has changed everything for me. Um, You can read all about it in my detox ebook. We also talk about it with Kenzie Burke on the podcast and Kimberly Snyder on the podcast. But basically you eat fruit by itself and then you can eat starches with fats, but no starches with protein and eat light to heavy throughout the day. And all of this has been totally life-changing for me. Um, I still get bloated. I'd be lying if I said I didn't still get bloated all the time because I am dealing with Lyme and a whole lot of health issues because of Lyme. But I feel like I am bloating way less than before, which makes me really happy. Okay. Esme asks no specific questions, but I'm so excited for this podcast as I'm considering enrolling in IIN. Well, that makes me really excited. I hope you learned something in this episode. And also I am doing that um, free live webinar with Jim Curtis from Nutrition School tomorrow. We'll leave the link below. So if you have further questions and you're thinking about doing it, you guys should definitely join there. Um, Allison asked, does cutting salt completely mess up the sodium levels in your body? So no, um, not at all. Because when you're cutting out salt out of your diet, you're not cutting out sodium. There is plenty of sodium in natural foods from the earth, specifically in leafy greens and celery. So if you're eating a nutrient-rich plant-based diet with lots of leafy greens and vegetables and legumes, then you're going to be getting a really healthy amount of sodium. In fact, more than enough that your body needs to thrive off of. I just don't eat table salt. I don't eat refined salt and I don't eat refined foods. But no, my body has been so happy with that elimination of the extra salt in my diet. Like restaurant food, I mean, places that I used to love, like amazing vegan restaurants in LA, I can't even touch their food now because it's so full of salt. So even Jonathan has become very sensitive to salt because we just don't really keep it here at home and our taste buds have changed. But no, totally, totally good with the sodium levels in your body if you're going to be SOS free. Um, Okay, I see a question that I love. I'm going to answer this one and then one more. So Haley asks your journey with fruit. And I just want to address this here because I want to do a whole episode on my journey with fruit, but opening back up to eating more fruit has been so healing for me. Fruit is nature's candy. It's healing. It's from the earth. It tastes amazing. And when you're not eating um, refined sugar, like you can never underestimate the delicious burst of flavor from a juicy peach or a juicy date. Like I know dates a dried fruit, but still fruit is so healing, so good for us. 
My digestion changed completely when I started eating fruit every morning by itself. And then I'll also have fruit in my smoothies with greens. It's just a life-changing thing. I'm so grateful for incorporating more fruit into my life and not buying into the fruit fear anymore due to the paleo and keto diets that scare people away from A, the natural sugar and fruit and B, the carbs. And I eat a lot of carbs. That's a whole thing we can talk about another day. My body thrives off of them. And it was really sad because back when I was doing the whole paleo and keto thing, and following a very specific way of life, which I talked about in the last episode, I didn't eat fruit for years. Like I think I would just have like a quarter cup of berries every few days, which was so sad because I didn't even really like berries. I love bananas and papayas and mangoes and apples and dates and all these healing foods. So if you too have struggled with the fruit fear and are thinking about eating more fruit again, which I'm so into, um, then I highly recommend checking out The Medical Medium, his books, talk about all the healing properties of fruit, which really helped me realize like, oh, okay, well, when I'm eating an apple, it's giving me these healing properties and it's cleaning out my digestive system and it has pectin in it, which acts as a natural binder to toxins. And um, of course, that will make you more excited to eat an apple. And then I do a lot of juicing of fruits and greens and celery and vegetables. So life-changing all around. If you guys would like an episode on that, let me know because I would love to do it. Um, I've been talking to some friends about it lately too. And I feel like it's just a very important message for women that we can eat fruit and we can eat carbs and it's healing and there's nothing to be afraid of. So I would love to discuss that with all of you. Um, okay. We're going to do one more question. Okay. We're just going to keep it light. Someone asks, how am I feeling right now? And where do I see myself in five years? So I'm feeling really good. I'm excited to eat dinner right now. I'm excited to wind down with my husband tonight, but I've been feeling good lately. I'm feeling excited for my next water fast. I think it's going to be exactly what I need in my healing journey. And I'm manifesting coming out lime free. And where do I see myself in five years? I hope to have at least one baby, if not more, definitely more actually, um, with my husband and living in our dream house here in LA and continuing to do what I do and continuing to connect with you guys and writing books and enjoying the entire journey. Hopefully, honestly, I hope my life only up levels from here, but that I maintain a lot of what I have now because I love what I have now. I love you guys. I love my job. I love my family, my friends, my husband, my cat. I love my daily routine. I, I want to do also a quarantine routine episode. I think I'm going to do that as just like a short little bonus episode or something coming up. Let me know if you guys would like that. So there's a lot more questions. I'm going to save them. I'll either answer them on Instagram or I'll do a YouTube or I'll do another Q&A episode. But I wanted to thank you guys for all your questions and for your sweetness about my last episode and for listening and for being here in the tribe. So a few final parting words. Nutrition school. If you are interested in being a health coach or learning more about health coaching, go to integrativenutrition.com slash the balanced blonde. That will give you a free sample class so you can see if it's even for you and if you're into it. Join us for our live free webinar tomorrow. Um, we'll put the link below. It's at 2.30. But if you sign up, you can also get a replay link. So if you miss it, no problem, but you have to sign up first. And then thank you to our sponsor, Hum Nutrition, for sponsoring this episode, code SOUL for 20% off. And then come say hi on Instagram anytime. Tell me what you loved about this episode. Tell me what you want to see more of. I'm here for you. I'm loving the solo episode life lately. It's so fun. And I'm having some friends on the podcast in the coming weeks. So you can look forward to those episodes as well. 
And if you feel inspired to leave a rating and review of the podcast in iTunes, send me a screenshot to jordan at thebalancemon.com so I can thank you by sending you my yoga ebook for free and just personally thank you and connect with you. Join our Soul on Fire podcast tribe and just enjoy the day. I hope everyone's feeling well and happy and good. And if you're feeling anxious at all, I feel you. I'm here for you. You're not alone. Very common thing. And soon, potentially soon, we'll be out of quarantine and and things will start feeling a little bit more normal again. But in the meantime, just hone in on what you can do every day to make you happy. Even those tiny little routine things can make a huge difference. Like what you do when you first wake up in the morning. Are you looking at your phone? Are you doing a good morning routine? Are you doing things you love? Are you getting out in nature? Are you moving your body? All those little things. So I hope that that can help. And I'm sending you all the love today and always. I can't wait to connect next week and talk to you guys soon. Mwah.